0: In Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Uh, Breaking news on this Friday. Good afternoon, one and all, at 1206. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380. And 99.9 FM, you can always listen online at the website, Petro.com. I want to welcome everybody in, tuning in to our uh, live simulcast that we do on Facebook Live. A lot of people enjoy that. They can make comments uh, with others and enjoy the program that way. Folks, this portion of the program, with this breaking news regarding Governor McKee, Channel 12 reporting it, we're going to bring it to you in just a moment. Boy, this really shakes up the race for governor. Uh, We have not had an open seat primary like this since in uh, in 2014. Then uh, Governor Chafee announced he was just going to be a one term governor. But so we're going to bring you up to speed on this. This is just breaking. Um, You know, it's funny. I've been hearing about this from former McKee supporters in Johnson for quite some time, and I wasn't sure what to make of it. Um, But there were people for a while now saying that they did not think that he was, in fact, going to run for governor. And it also, uh, and I will explain, you can't ignore the toll that the FBI probe makes. And as someone else pointed out to me, you know, many times uh, what could make the FBI probe go away, this whole ILO contract situation with Governor McKeon's administration, what makes the FBI probe go away is uh, if someone if 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 they don't seek office, what the feds really want is they don't want that person conducting business and being in a position of power that way so now we don't know if that's the case, but many times in the past there's been a track record where the fbi u s attorney will not pursue someone once they either leave office, resign from office, or then they're not going to seek office. I think one of the best examples that that i think it's fair to point to is uh, with operation planathom you know they did not i can tell you firsthand they did not have buddy cian they did not have him that case they did not have that case if he had there was talk there was talk that he was going to step aside say he had some health situations and that was good, he was not going he was going to like resign or not run for reelection but he went full blast I think it was more about they wanted him to resign, and he refused to do that. So, But I will tell you that when those rumors were hot, and I remember because I was covering it on a daily basis, I'm telling you right now, they did not have a solid case against him. It it becomes like a game of poker. And Sianci was a pretty good poker player. He also had a very good attorney, Richard Egbert, criminal defense attorney, who could kind of advise him on that. So I believe the move for CNC to say, you know, there, there was a time where some CNC associates rest in peace, but they were saying <clears throat> that they were hearing that he was going to resign. He had a health situation to deal with. Uh, he was in his early 60s <coughs> or right around there. And therefore, um, he was the, as I've talked about, the Providence Journal even did a story about it. So sold the house on Power Street, moved into the Biltmore. There was talk, but in the end, he called their bluff and said, no, I'm fine. I'm not resigning, and yes, I'm running for re-election. And then, as we know, they kept investigating. And when the FBI uh, agents in U.S., when they kept investigating, Meg Curran uh, and um, Dennis Aiken, lead FBI agent, the more they investigated, the more they then were able to make a, a more solid case against then Mayor Cianci. But there was a lot, there, there was a pivotal moment where what we're told is he was weighing both sides and then said, nope, you know, after talking with whoever, his advisors or himself, he decided, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm staying, I'm staying. But there's there was a lot of speculation that had he, that's it, he resigned and left office. <laughs> Because they deemed Providence City Hall a criminal enterprise, the whole administration a criminal enterprise. But they didn't have him. They didn't have him. So with this, and I'm going to play you the cut, Matt Brown goes on of all places, Channel 12. Remember, Governor McKee, what makes me think that this McKee thing could be real? I'm going to tell you in a moment. But folks, it is Friday. The weather's really changed. It's warmed up. And that's why PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center stop in everything available, annuals, perennials, trees, shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging impatiens pansy, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch are available, pickup and delivery, mulch, dark pine, black, hemlock, crushed stone, Full-scale nursery. Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. They're Rhode Island's number one nursery garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quakeau North Kingstown. They're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. Pop in and see them right off of Route 4. People drive from all over to visit my friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. So, but just to repeat... For those that are just tuning in 12 minutes past 12, I'm willing to bet this will be the only radio show. There have been some (coughs) red flags, I'm sorry, red flags, if you will. You know, I, I didn't know, I learned this week that Governor McKee has stopped doing an Ask the Governor segment that he used to do. He now cancels out on it. Now, what I've been told is McKee ally, right, pork boy, who's dying to leave and go work. For McKee, and for whatever reason, both in the newspaper and especially on the radio, Pork Boy is allowed to basically act as a spokesperson. I've heard, now normally you would think the media outlet would make a big deal about, it. hey, you know, he's he stopped. Governor McKee's basically boycotting the radio station now. But Pork Boy has, you know, listen, I'll, I'll give him this. He's got a lot of control. He controls that place, and he has convinced them, no one say anything, don't make a big deal of it, let's keep it on the down low. Now, a lot of media outlets would say, whoa, 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 you have an obligation to report if he keeps canceling and now canceled, basically, a regular segment that he used to do. Um, you know, I started the Ask the Governor with, um, <clears throat> I it, Governor Allman never did an Ask the Governor. And I think Bruce Sundland used to do some appearances. But when Governor Don Kachiri came into office in January of 2003, I was really the one that started a, a monthly Ask the Governor segment. Uh, I was down the dial working with Eileen. And uh, he used to come in once a month. And then he also started. They said to me, do you mind if we do it down the dial as well? I said, hey, listen, you know, that's fine if you want to do it down there. So. And then I did that segment with Governor Gachiri there. Then I was obviously in Boston for three years. But then when I came back, we started, I started doing it with him again. It was Chafee that ended it. Chafee that ended it. And then Ramondo. it wasn't so much her thing. But then she started to do it on a more regular basis. And then she really picked it up during the pandemic until she left. But I think that's significant. You know, I'll say this, folks. Local media needs to start. We talk about transparency in government. And one of the things that people are learning from this film, 2,000 Mules, uh, is that in Rhode Island, we, we have such a lack of transparency with, with not only government but with media. With media as well. Such as, let's go back to, you know, last week. Right, that, that RIPEC forum, if there was an agreement to get Governor McKee to go, and then they everyone was told, don't mention the FBI probe, this is my opinion. I think that should have been put forward. I think the public, I'm going to come down to the public has the right to know. Now, they can argue private event, and we don't have to tell anyone anything. I think the media should have told people that it was a basic agreement. That would not be asked about um, the FBI probe. But but what's ludicrous about that is how it's just it's lurking out there. Right. And when the governor if the governor cancels a regular segment that he has that he used to do, you know, an ask the governor segment and then suddenly cancels it. Um, I think I think that should, this is me. I think it should be disclosed. But, you know, when you have someone like a pork boy and he calls the shots and no one should talk about it, blah, 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 you're, you're aiding and aiding, and, and basically. You know, what I want to say about 2000 Mules was people are waking up to the lack of transparency we have with the voter rolls that no one will talk about as far as the Rhode Island Republican Party, with the exception of Kathy Gregg. You know, all of this talk locally about, you know, preserving the right to vote. And voting rights and blah, blah, blah. Here's a really simple question. Why are Rhode Island's voting regulations, rules and regulations? Why are we different than Massachusetts and Connecticut? So therefore, are you saying Massachusetts and Connecticut are are what? Restricting voting rights? You know, there's a difference between accommodating a special request and just a complete chaotic free-for-all. But coming back to folks, and again, I'm going to play you the clip right now. At 1216, um, the big news is, and Matt Brown kind of let the cat out of the bag on Channel 12, he did an interview, that Governor McKee may not now run for the election. Now, I've heard that again. I've heard that out of Johnston for a while. I've heard that from some donors for a while. When they start canceling things, there was the odd thing that he went away on vacation uh, right in the middle of this uh, there's talk of it's hard to ignore the FBI probe. It's hard to ignore that. And if you're the governor, if you in this case, if you're Dan McKee, um, if you're saying, hey, listen, what what is the point of he agrees to be part of the primary? They indict him two weeks before the primary. Then he finishes dead last. Right. The The image on the six o'clock news, the video Imagine at a debate, there's the empty podium because Governor McKee is let out of the State House in cuffs. I mean, that's not a good visual. You wonder if the FBI probe and, and Nellie Gorbea and the lock she has on all these ballots, if he is just surveying the landscape. Now, one thing I'll say this, though, where I disagree with Matt Brown is Governor McKee does have a tendency to change his mind. He's proven that. Um, you know, some people call him Governor Flip Flop. I'm not. I'm not comfortable going that far, but no one would argue that he does not change his mind a lot, right? He changes mind until like he just then settles on whatever is the excuse. So it's it's not. You don't get the reason. You just get what the excuse is. So it's never like the legitimate reason. It's then they just settle on an excuse. So, you know, it, it's like it's like a student. Where's your homework? You know, the dog ate it. You don't have a dog. Uh, I mean, um, I got home late last night. Your mother said you were home at six o'clock. Uh, we lost power. No one in your neighborhood says they lost power. Um, I didn't feel well. Oh, OK. All right. So then they settle on that. So I, I, I am I'm not going as far as Matt Brown, who and again, of all places on Channel 12, right? McKee hates Channel 12. Governor McKee hates Channel 12. What's also interesting is Park Boy thought he had a good relationship with Channel 12, right? Parkboy had vouched for Channel 12. Um, someone in the McKee communication office lost their job <clears throat> because of the, you know, she used to work at Channel 12. What makes it different, though, is, you know, he blames, wrongly, by the way, wrongly. Channel 12 has done good reporting, Completely fair reporting. I want to be very clear. I believe Governor McKee unfairly blames Channel 12 for the current FBI probe of him. And he can do the whole thing of when the dust settles and you come up empty and blank you and you got nothing and you're not going to find any stains on this sweater and blank you and blank you, Channel 12 and blank you, Channel 10. And pretty soon you're not going to have McKee to kick around anymore. And, you know, bitter and the whole thing. The disgruntled, you know, screw you people. I'm not doing any interviews unless it's with Pork Boy. I think a lot of that is unfounded. I think a lot of that is unfair and unfounded. So I'm going to play the Matt Brown clip. Folks, this part of the program, brought you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Make it a great day at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Pop in and see them right now. You could go there right now. Right off of Silver Spring Street, uh, right next to AAA in Providence, delicious calzones, sandwiches, and I mean great calzones, right? Uh, steak and cheese, sausage and pepper, buffalo chicken calzones, uh, chicken parm calzones, plus delicious pies. They have the Trump twenty twenty four, Trump twenty twenty four chocolate donuts. They have the Let's Go Brandon donuts. It's everything baked fresh, Tuesday through Saturday. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And again, the big news, they're closing next month. They've had a fantastic run, but Ron has decided it's time to kick it back. It's not easy. Guy gets in there at 3 a.m. Everything baked fresh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. All right, let's play this sound. And again, the McKee people must be just, they cannot believe that of course this happened on channel 12 um governor mckee completely believes that channel 12 is single-handedly trying to dismantle um and take them out i i don't think it's fair by the way i want to be very clear on that i don't I don't think it's fair. Here is, so Matt Brown is their guest on Newsmakers. And I do want to hear some of this. But here's where Matt Brown, now the McKee people are already claiming this was set. That Channel 12 knew he was going to say it. And they gave him the opportunity. Now I'm going to push back on that. I like and respect Ted Nisi and Tim White. Those guys are solid. Let Let me also explain. Those guys are real journalists. Okay, they are. So, no, I don't buy that. And I also want to be very clear. I don't buy this whole Governor McKee, you know, pork boy, the whole thing that Channel 12 is to blame for his troubles. He's to blame for the way he handled that. So, well, if Channel 12 didn't do the story, then the FBI wouldn't know about it. So the FBI wouldn't have been investigating. I don't I don't buy that. But I want to play. This is Matt Brown again dropping the bomb. That Governor McKee may not be seeking the office officially the of governor. Way,
1: uh, who are not showing up in the shelters, who are surf couching, who are living in their...
0: Oh, hold on. I apologize, folks. Here we go. All right. ...cars
1: who are unhoused because of the depths of this affordable housing crisis. And Dan McKee has done nothing about it. So we, you know, we uh, Cynthia Mendes and a lot of Rhode Islanders and I went out and slept outside the state house for... Uh, Two of us for sixteen nights in tents in the metro, because Governor McKee, in spite of having all those covert emergency funds, hadn't done anything about the fact that we had hundreds of people living outside on the street going into the freezing now, McKee, cold. Now, McKee and his administration would say, you know, they they, they put more money into the shelter funding. They had the motel programs that are now winding down. He has put homelessness, addressing homelessness money into his ARPA plan, which is the legislature's the one that hasn't executed on it yet. They, they would push back that they've done nothing. So they had done nothing for 10 months when the advocates had been telling them all that time, this crisis is coming. We're about to have people freeze to death outside in the state. No and one froze to death. Rhode Islanders went out and protested for weeks on end outside the statehouse. Not true. I mean, I'm the not agreeing
0: political with that.
1: Problem for them. But here we are again. Those contracts that were established for winter shelter have come up and are coming up. And those people are, are being forced out into the streets. And again, Dan McKee has no has no plan for this. I, I will say about Governor McKee, doesn't seem very engaged, doesn't seem very focused on the issues that people are struggling with. You know, we're still six weeks out from the filing date. I yep. would not be surprised if he does not run again. Wow. Really? Yeah,
0: Boom. I mean,
1: d- he doesn't seem engaged. I mean, he oh. been doing this a long time. Like, uh, would somebody who's not running again show up at a gubernatorial forum that, that well, they canceled on? He almost didn't. <laughs> yeah, but he, <laughs> he, but he was there. Would somebody running again consider not showing up at a gubernatorial forum? You know, so we'll see. But he does not seem engaged, does not seem focused, does not bring any urgency. I mean, the fact that we have. Let me
0: stop the tape for a moment. I'm going to, Mike Bloomberg, he was in the debate, then he pulled out. Patrick Lynch was on the stage of the PPAC in 2010 and then didn't run. I push back on that. I, and I don't even understand why they're defending him, other than I think they're so caught off guard by it. Matt Brown laying the boom, Matt Brown going downtown on Governor McReed. He's not engaged. I don't think he's running.
1: Be surprised if he does not run again.
0: Boom. Really? Yeah.
1: I mean, d- well, it doesn't seem engaged. I mean, you guys have been doing this a long like, time. Uh, would somebody who's not running again show up at a gubernatorial forum that, that well, they canceled on? He almost didn't. <laughs> yeah, but he did. <laughs> but somebody, he was there. Would somebody running again consider not showing up at a gubernatorial forum? You know, so we'll see. But he does not seem engaged. Does not true. Focus. Does not bring Wow. Support. I mean, the fact that we have, uh, you know, that billion dollars of federal funds. I mean, think about this. You're the governor
0: and the federal government sends you folks that you know again i um i had been hearing about this i had been hearing about this i don't think he's wrong wow talk about Whew. wow that is big i just want to um bloomberg was on the debate stage and pulled out. Stage and pulled out. I apologize, folks, but I... If I don't... And then you have 2010... Lynch... on stage at PPAC... And then he did not run. So it it can be clarifying for people. It can be very clarifying for people. They can sometimes, they can go through it and then decide that, you know what, I don't want to do this. So, I would not, you know, there's more talk of this. I'm very surprised those guys push back in that way. So, now folks, a couple of things. And again, good afternoon right now at 1228. Um, I also want to comment, listen, as far as 2,000 mules, I've already explained it to people. You know what's amazing about the cult? With the cult is you're either... All in or they attack. You you cannot be, you know, 95% in. You can't be 90% in. You have to be 100% in. Every possible element is true or, or it's attack. As I've told you about 2000 Mules, both Fox and Newsmax, their legal people went through it. They don't want to promote it because they don't want to get sued. Why would they get sued? Because not everything in that documentary bears out. <clears throat> that guy, Dinesh, they had it. They had a great documentary, I'm telling you. It's like someone that just goes over the top. Nope, let's put this in. They were, they were 90% there. 90% there. But... Uh, so suddenly now, that guy that made 2,000 Mules, he's attacking Tucker Carlson. He's attacking Hannity. He's attacking Newsmax. He's attacking Fox. and everybody. He, It's attack, attack, attack because they won't run and promote his film. But n- nobody wants to. That is, you're going to get sued if you run it or promote it. So uh, he, he, he should edit out the parts that they're uncomfortable with. You still have a great documentary. But I believe that guy got greedy. He got greedy. He kept it in. And as a result of that, but it's kind of comical to see someone attacking Tucker Carlson, Fox News, Hannity, and all of them because they won't promote and talk about his film. And how come? Because they went through it. He makes claims that cannot be backed up. And I get it. Some people do not understand what free speech is. Free speech is opinion. Do you understand? I think there need to be lessons on what free speech is. Free speech was in Russia. If, if you go in Moscow and stand in the square and criticize the war in Putin, boom, you could be arrested. They don't enjoy free speech. In Rhode Island, in America, you can do that. Right now, you could go and stand and protest in front of the state house and criticize Governor McKeon, and you're not going to be arrested. You can do that in front of the White House. That is freedom of speech, freedom of speech as I've talked about. It's not just making things up and throwing it out and presenting it as facts. I swear some people and it's a lot of the cult members, they don't know the difference between an opinion and a fact. And the best example of that and they go ballistic. You know, Alex Jones, he has freedom of speech, yes he does. But he was, they were making things up about Sandy Hook in Newtown, Connecticut. That weren't true. That's not opinion. Uh, if you put on television and they're saying the Celtics won the other night. And you say someone, a reasonable intelligent person would say, what are you talking about? They lost. Law- no, it's my opinion they won. There are facts their opinions so but that 2000 mules it's too bad now on the one hand i do encourage people to see it because at least you get the sense of ballot harvesting uh and you also get my frustration that the rhode island republican party bunch of mutes do nothing about the ballot harvesting and they're they're not equipped for it i want to be supportive they can't play in that game to say we're we're not going to fight it we're going to play as well you're out of your league these are pros. Don't you understand what's going to take place? I think could be if McKee doesn't run, he sees the writing on the wall with Nelly Gorbea, who I have been how long now? <clears throat> For one year since she's announced, I've been predicting that she will win the Democrat primary. <clears throat> it's also interesting to me, the two people that are up on TV are the two outsiders that don't know how the game is played. I repeat, the two people- that are running television ads are that Ruth Morgenthal in CD2, Congressional District 2, Democrat, and Ashley Kalis. They, they're they running, they're doing the Rhode Island campaign from 10 years ago. The game changed. The game changed uh, in 2017. And they're not with the program. They still think, you know, you run ads, it doesn't work that way. Gorbea, see, folks got it magazine got it they get it now you pay per vote the republican party as i've been telling you folks they should be doing everything in their power to stop the fraud and abuse that's going on with our elections but they're, they're they're silent but this portion of the program folks now memorial day is coming J's, J's, a Broadway appliance and TV. Do you need a new refrigerator? They have a great selection. Dishwasher, stove, microwave, oven, uh, washing machine, dryer. Plus, what a selection on grills. JJ J yes, Broadway appliance and TV. You can find them on Facebook. The website is JSAppliance.com. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. They're open. You deal directly with the owner. They're open. Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. And then on top of that, you get tremendous discounts. They absolutely will beat the price of any large retail outlet. Major appliance business showroom. They started small. They have evolved. Kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking showroom. Stop in. The service is the best. You can make an appointment for Friday and Saturday. And that's a very convenient, easy way to do your shopping. J, J-S, J's Broadway Appliance and TV, 401-949-7800. But better yet, pop in and see them, 47 Cedar Swamp Road in um, in Smithfield. I want to just um, – other states are tightening voting uh, laws and, and regulations. And on top of that, they're, they're introducing uh, different things, as a matter of fact. So – and what I mean is there's a um, – there there are different groups in different states that uh, they are introducing different legislation. For instance, Missouri now, not only do they have voter ID, but they're limiting the no-excuse absentee ballots in a new election integrity bill. Folks, can you imagine election integrity bill? You know what people say in Rhode Island? What is a... a what is, in fact, an election integrity bill? What's an election integrity bill? It's something that we don't have in Rhode Island. You know, as they have been um in in Rhode Island, they were trying to argue about restricting voting rights and blah 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 um but they don't even mention the fact that mass- why is Rhode Island different than Massachusetts and Connecticut? Look at this. For the third day in a row, a massive group of 150 have crossed illegally at the same spot on private property, Eagle Pass, Texas. This has happened every day since Wednesday, late morning hours. It's all illegals, huge groups of people, Uh, Cubans, Venezuelans and Colombians, all people illegally entering the country and nothing being done about it. And it's wrong; it needs to be stopped. I don't know what to make of the elon Musk twitter Twitter situation, other than i'm gonna let it play out a little bit i'm gonna um i'm gonna let it play out because otherwise it just seems to be a lot of speculation. Folks, you just have to ask yourself what direction are we going right? The fact that crack pipes have been found in safe smoking kits paid by us, the taxpayers. They're going to hand out crack pipes here in Rhode Island when Governor McKee is going to open his um, safe injection centers. It's wrong. It's absolutely. What is that encouraging? Is that the Hunter Biden initiative? Listen to this. White House Communications Director Kate Beddenfield refuses to call the baby formula shortage a crisis. How is that possible? It's absolutely a crisis. You know, that's also a voting issue, by the way. That is a voting issue. Uh, listen to this. Here we go.
1: So, Kate, at this point, do you, does the White House, consider this a crisis? Well, I don't think it's about a label. I think it's about addressing directly the uh, the need that families all across the country have. Listen, I'm a mom. I have two young kids. I'm not terribly far removed from the days of feeding my kids with formula. I know, and we know, and the president knows how uh, stressful this is for families across the country. It's terrible. Why he's taken action. Uh, of course, you said to if, to if, if it's what, think think it's for one family, fail, Kate, it's yeah. going to be a crisis. But there's, what's the, is there a hesitation against call, calling this a crisis? We'll call it a is? crisis. I can tell you, there is no hesitation against acting, which is what the president's doing, and it's what this administration well, won't is doing. call remember, it a crisis. This is, uh, in part, due to the fact that a major manufacturer, Abbott, had to take a facility offline uh, this February uh, because of safety concerns. Because uh, you know, the FDA issued a voluntary recall, saying uh, you know the formula is the formula they're producing is not safe, and there are steps that they need to take. Uh, Folks,
0: it's also this falls right into the uh, wheelhouse of Raimondo. Because this, this, from what I have read, this is supply chain problems. You know, this is the Biden administration. This is yet another crisis. It's just, it's another crisis. So, now there's also, um, so locally, again, I want to repeat. By the way, one after dark tonight, they're still trying to find the suspect. <clears throat> uh, the Providence police finally have issued More of a description. I did post this on Facebook. But, you know, I have been criticizing Providence police detectives as seeking assistance from the public to identify the suspect involved. The Pembroke Avenue sexual assault rape. May 3rd, 3.30 in the morning. Updated video of the suspect walking through the neighborhood carrying a tiki torch. Original video. Ready? Police believe the suspect is either white or light-skinned male. They have his height and weight now, 5'8 to 5'10, 160 pounds, small to medium build. It's possible he's white, Hispanic, Cape Verdean, or biracial. What word won't they use? Black. He's believed to be in his late 20s, early 30s. So this is such of a different description from what they initially put out. The suspect is a very distinct walk, appears to walk pigeon-toed. So this is, he is still out there. I posted the video. I, I don't know what to make of. He's, the subject is white, Hispanic, Cape Verdean, or biracial. Boy, that narrows it down. I guess he's not Asian. Now, first we were told, or first they wouldn't give any description. Then I managed to get out of a Johnson & student. She said he was Hispanic. Then I heard from Providence police they're looking for a black male. So but in the in the light of political correctness, now they have to say he the subjects white, Hispanic, Cape Verdean or biracial. They initially say. Light skin male. Hmm. What do you make of that description? Subjects either white, Hispanic, Cape Verdean or biracial. All right. So. We're not looking for someone Asian Biracial could mean what word is missing from that description? Black. That's the word that's missing. When someone commits a crime, I'm going to repeat folks. And again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DiPietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. When someone, um, by the way, TV alert, I will be on Newsmax tomorrow. I will be on Newsmax tomorrow, but I'll post the videos. It's it's Saturdays are busy days. I understand for everybody. Um, When someone commits a crime, I believe, and yet they have video surveillance. You know, in in Warwick, that white guy, or he could have been, no, he's white. I posted the photo. No one was objecting that they caught the white guy, apparently, that robbed the bank the other day in Warwick. But when someone commits a crime, I believe the main goal of law enforcement should be to alert the public to the description of the suspect, with the goal of apprehending the suspect, period, end of story. You don't hold off on saying we don't want to offend anyone. So if we use the word black, that could offend someone, and we don't want to offend anyone. I think that's wrong. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is sponsored by Ari Kogan e. and Heating It's Cooks. We are now transitioning. It is spring. Soon it's going to be very hot out. How about Central Air for your home? Call Kogi 401 401- 732 6562. It's Koogs, the Koogie Point. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. As Koogs says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Recooganheating.com. Look for them on Facebook. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. R E 401 732 6562. Folks, again, check out the website, uh, dipetro.com. We have the C- uh, Cranston Tip controversy, and check it out: to Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Kauiset Inn, two twenty six Kauiset Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you. De- delicious lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge at the Kauiset Inn. I also want to um, uh, the primary that's going on in Philadelphia right now. Uh, the excuse me, in in Pennsylvania, they have a heated Republican senatorial primary and that's pat Toomey's seat he actually attended la salle he's not running for re-election so that's a republican seat that's a winnable race they have a very viable that's the senate seat that dr oz is dr oz is in and dr oz is crashing right now this woman i played her video last hour i talked about her uh yesterday kathy barnett And I I cannot believe last night Hannity has been attacking her all week. And and I find that really troubling. But, you know, see, now it becomes what's the what is the most important thing here is the most important thing that Dr. Oz has to win because otherwise, you know, President Trump is not going to look good. Or is the most important thing for, you know, let the people decide, let the people vote, let the people select the person that they feel best represents. You know, there's two schools of thought, thought here, I, as I think of it, though. One school of thought is on one side, you have people that say that believe i should say that elections are about voting for people that um best represent their views but then on the other side of that you have the inside political people that say no the person that you that should win the primary is the person that stands the best chance of winning the general election. You know, it's interesting. Both sides are kind of right. Both sides are kind of right. But the problem is, you know, in 2016, I, I had people, I was taking phone calls. There were people saying, we, you know, and they would start off the sentence that I would never accept it. We both know that Trump has no shot to win the general election. So therefore, Jeb Bush is the candidate. And I would say, I disagree with that. <clears throat> I disagree with that. The voters decided that he was the candidate. There was nonstop chatter. You know, uh, Trump cannot win a general election and blah, blah, blah. And then obviously that did not prove right. But there's a uh, a piece by Rich Lowry. Republicans need a new leader. They're looking to Florida. And he writes that, um, excuse me. God bless me. Two, goodness. Two weeks ago, Governor DeSantis appeared with uh, Laura Ingram for a town hall. Lasted full hour of a primetime show. That kind of airtime tends to be reserved only for Donald Trump. But DeSantis has had a just incredible rise. He's far and away the most popular presidential 2024 candidate among Republicans after Trump. And then writes that if you, ever, if you would never consider voting for him, If you would never consider, it's important to understand the sources of his appeal and direction of his politics. Whether he runs for president or not, Ron DeSantis is the new Republican Party. That's a very strong statement. DeSantis' combativeness on hot-button social issues reflect Trump's influence. But he's gone even further and used government power as an instrument in the culture war. Something Trump talked about, but never really did. If any of his Republican admirers are hoping he'll chart a path to the pre-2016 party, they'll probably be disappointed. The governor is a new leader in a new Trump-inflected party, but without the character flaws and baggage of the former president. DeSantis became a Republican hero for his response to COVID. Many states were instituting far-reaching lockdowns. Matt he took a different approach. Under his leadership, Florida did what it reasonably could to protect its nursing homes, minimizing lockdowns, uh, therefore minimizing the economic social downsides. Rich Lowry writes, when I talked to him in May of 2020, I found him to be uh, well-versed on research, thoughtful about the lessons from other countries, board parameters of his strategy, There's a balance between mitigation and its social economic costs. Keep the schools open. Don't force students to wear masks have now become widely accepted. Thanks to his COVID response, Governor DeSantis attained a status is invaluable in Republican politics. That of a lightning rod. His legend grew with every attack on him, especially the ones that were inaccurate or unfair. April 2021, CBS 60 Minutes. Total misleading report corruption regarding the vaccines the news media was much too quick to amplify claims by former state department employees clips of DeSantis and confrontation blah 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 freedom over Fauci there's no controversy DeSantis doesn't address in two weeks and alone in April <clears throat> he signed a 15-week abortion ban revoked the special tax status at Disney And threatened legal action against Twitter if it didn't agree to sell to Elon Musk. Signed a bill creating a task force to investigate election fraud. Meanwhile, his Department of the Health issued guidance pushing back the Biden administration recommending for treating youth with gender dysphoria. That whole thing. In other words, Ron DeSantis is the opposite of any leader in Rhode Island. For all the talk how Trumpy is, there's much about him that recalls the pre- party's pre-Trump era. He was elected to Congress as a Tea Party conservative in 2012. He's fond of boasting Florida's budget is half the size of New York. How? He's also proud and protective of Florida's status. Think of that low tax state. They don't tax personal income. Highly committed advocate, expanding charter schools, scholarship programs, firmly anti-regulation. This is, again, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. None of this is new. What stands out as true departure is his willingness to use government power in the culture war. And that's really interesting. And he has successfully done that. Now, what I find interesting about it, and again, I did put this out. I'll try to put it on uh, Facebook as well. But what I find interesting about this is in Rhode Island, they use the culture wars to get the Democrats use it and the progressives use it. He's using it effectively in Florida uh, against against, you know, the woke crowd. It finishes DeSantis detractors as a fond of saying he's worse and more dangerous than Trump. If by this they mean that a president DeSantis be more focused and disciplined, they're probably right. Otherwise it's completely wrongheaded. DeSantis doesn't have Trump's failings. He's sharp and has rejoined his reporters, but never insulting. He cares about facts, takes time to master them. DeSantis is the hottest thing in national Republican politics right now. And he's doing everything to lay the groundwork, assuming he wins re-election this year, which he will, to run for president. It's impossible to know how that will go. He could get blocked by Trump or not live up to the hype. What's clear is that, you know, whether old or new, He's resonating, has to do with rank and file points to the Republican future. So, again, um, that is Rich Lowry, who, you know, that's not a liberal writing that. That, to me, is, that speaks volumes that, and I think that's well articulated. And I'm, I'm also going to point to what I, what stands out to me, and again, folks, good, excuse me, good afternoon, at 12.52, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What I find interesting is notice DeSantis is not getting involved with endorsing anyone in these Republican primaries, right? I I think, you know, President Trump, I think he made a mistake with Dr. Oz. Um, and then, you know, this uh, be, because he, they have a real firebrand in that. Kathy Barnett. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Now listen, if you want propane, call them today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations. They're available 24-7. They're going to serve you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, schedule, service delivery at the click of a button. Folks, they have a very easy-to-navigate website, propaneplus.com. Remember, with propane, energy for everyone, affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. You can count on Propane Plus tim johnson they are fantastic well folks good afternoon at twelve you're listening to the john DePetro show on am 1380 and 99.9 fm this portion of the program is brought to you by the centredale revival comfort food and cocktails 2025 smith street in north providence uh they're gonna be rocking tonight and this weekend food and drinks celtics are in action Centerdale Revival 2020 25 Smith Street in North Providence so just to uh now remember next hour I'm going to play a lot more sound but this um situation with Governor McKee this is something to watch and I think it gives you um some indication of uh this story with Governor McKee and whether or not he's actually going to seek re-election I think it touches on it's it's hard to know what's going on behind the scenes with that FBI probe, which, again, I was very critical and disappointed last week that no one on the stage brought it up and not even the moderator the debate. And I'm going to come back to I believe that if there's some kind of an agreement or parameters that, uh, you know, it, governor, if you agree to do the, the forum, it really wasn't a debate. It was a forum. There's nothing wrong with that, but. Uh, we won't bring up the FBI thing. Then I, I just think it should be converse to the public. I also, I'm going to push back on that. I disagree on this notion that, you know, we're going to have all the candidates of Rhode Island running for governor and up on stage, but nobody bring up the FBI thing. Listen, that was a business forum. And the way that that ILO contract was divvied out, where basically, you know, you had the governor and his staff walking these people through how to get a state contract that was up for bid that hits to the the heart of the pay to play atmosphere in Rhode Island so therefore i think it's totally fair game now folks i'm looking at some headlines right now though housing market crash next the housing market could crash i mean we all have to agree there's no way all these properties that are selling and there's no way these things are it it's i I think it is overinflated, and I think that is gonna come down to earth. The big thing is this crypto meltdown, perfect storm of fear and panic. I've watched people the past couple of years this whole business with cryptocurrency and now, you know, the whole the whole thing is crashing. Coinbase customers sue. Luna is worthless. I've had other people. They thought they were so much smarter than everybody else. Um, su- uh, suicide threats spike on Reddick. Being on excessive gas prices heading for House vote. How about Governor Newsom proposes $400 checks? Uh, one thing that I have talked about, folks, is Governor McKee. I, I still, I have no idea why there is no talk about tax cuts and where it's where it is I believe where it is absolutely ridiculous is how much we are overtaxed um, in in this state completely overtaxed um, and and the, and and their idea of their idea of first of all they'll never use the word tax cut You know, Governor McKee threw that out as a distraction at that forum, the candidate forum last week. But you know why? Because their whole goal is just to spend your money, even if it's crack pipes. You know, that's an absolute disgrace. What a complete disgrace that is. Rhode Island leaders celebrate first electronic bus charging station. Yeah, who got paid off on that? I mean, it is just one thing after another. Um, they are not addressing the real issues and and even yesterday, you know all those people going up what they're basically you know i I'll defend this about Governor McKeith, this whole business of you have to provide free apartments for quote the homeless well. You know, I'll come back to there. How many people are looking to hire workers? How many of those people are working? Um, What what, what is this? Housing is a human right. You have to, you know, you have to. You have to give free housing to the homeless. Well, you know why they're homeless is because they don't want to work. They don't want to pay rent. Um, Why is it the state's responsibility Where I break off is that's like that Helena folks. The state of Rhode Island should pay for everyone to have a free abortion. Well, what about people that have high blood pressure? Do we have to pay for that? What about people that are obese that have diabetes? Do we have to pay for that? Why why do we have? We don't pay for those things. If someone has high blood pressure or diabetes, you don't pay for that. They have to pay for it. So why should we have to pay for that? Completely push back on that. We have to provide free housing for these people. Why? Are they working? What they should be doing is finding them housing. But you have to have a job, you have to have an income, and then we'll find you apartments within your price range. That I would be on board with. You have to find them free housing. All right, folks, right now at 1259, the power hour's next. Here's what we're going to do. It's the John DePietro Show. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news next hour. Much more sound, including... Boy, that's the big uh, bomb of the day. Governor McKee may not run for Governor. We'll talk more about it. Next hour, radio only, or you can listen online at the website, Depetro.com, back on the other side after the one o'clock news.